Alright, we're recording. Um, hello everybody and welcome to All the Good Names Are Taken podcast. Um, basically, this is an idea, um, well, I guess actually first we should introduce ourselves. Um, my name is Zach. I'm Bailey. And, uh, and we're a couple and we have a idea for a podcast and um, kind of wanted to start implementing that and decided to make a move on it. On our uh, weekend here, we both have Mondays and Tuesdays off, so we get to hang out and stuff, and uh, and it felt like a good time to start doing this. Um, basically, the idea is um, that... Oh, hold on one second here. Yeah, we're still recording. Sweet. <laughs> um, obviously new to this. Um, but basically, the idea is to have um, long-form conversation um, where we aren't like, you know, making any big edits or anything to the podcast. We just kind of want to have a conversation together. And, um, the idea is to not really have any like main topic necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like we're not a horror podcast or like, you know, a interview podcast or music or whatever. We're not anything in particular. It's just kind of um, us getting to have conversations about everything that we're interested in, which kind of encompasses every type of cast you could have. Um, so basically we're going to talk from everything from, um, you know, movies, music, and conspiracy. Oh yeah. Conspiracies for sure. Cause that shit's cool. Politics, um, politics, relationships, like, stuff. Maybe some like fun little games here and there. I don't know, man. Wherever the conversation leads. Right, exactly, and that's the thing is like there's no real limits to this, so it can kind of be whatever we want it to be. Um, so, uh, so yeah, things are kind of just gonna flow as they do. Um, we'll obviously probably have something to bring up to like kind of get the conversation going in a direction, and it'll branch from there. Um, but we'll kind of just, uh, get to talk about different things and, and you guys get to listen and enjoy while we all have dinner together. Um, we just finished up some tacos. Um, so. Meatless tacos. Yeah, yeah, meatless tacos. Um, that's actually one thing that we could probably do is do some, like, kind of get to know us things because, like, that would be one thing, um, is we are vegetarian. Um, so. Almost vegan. So we make, yeah, like, so we make, uh, a lot of, like, fun meals and stuff, um, so yeah, maybe that's what we'll start off with, is, uh, is a good kind of get-to-know-us, um, introduction, where you kind of just learn who we are as people, and that'll kind of get you an insight when it comes to, like, us just, like, kind of talking, um, and having you join us for those conversations, so, um, so like I said, like we said, our names are Zach and Bailey, um, we live in Colorado. Um, it's all right. We're trying to move soon, hopefully, ish within like three to four years out of state. Probably California. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's like it's a place that, you know, she grew up in, um, but I moved to like seven years ago, so. For me, I kind of like to keep things moving. If I stay in one place too long, just kind of is, um, 
it gets stagnant, I feel. Um, so I'm definitely ready for a move of sorts, too. In the same way, I like change. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of just, it keeps you moving forward, I feel, instead of staying in place or even going backwards. So, um, so, I mean, Colorado's been fine. Um, it's just getting, like, really expensive to live out here. Not that California won't be, but, um, I just feel like what I pay for out here doesn't necessarily get the experience that I want to have, so. So, we should tell them, excuse me, I have the hiccups from those tacos <laughs> um kind of what like you want to do and then i'll tell them kind of what, like what i want to do yeah um, um just go ahead yeah so um basically right now like i just work a couple of jobs you know one of my jobs is a dog daycare which i've worked for for a while um and the other one is just a grocery store so like i don't do anything spectacular really the um, and so that's kind of where I'm at currently, but it's like kind of the means to end if you want to think of it that way. Um, but I like to do photography a lot, um, and of a bunch of different things. Like the main things that I've shot, um, are dogs, pro wrestling and, um, and then fashion stuff, uh, just with friends. Um, so like, my interests are kind of all over the place when it comes to that. So, um, I would just like to somehow make that what I do for a job. Cause, um, I think that's where I'd be the most fulfilled. And right now I'm just kind of, kind of making things go as I, as I move along and wait to move somewhere where there's more possibility and stuff. Um, so that's kind of my goal is I would love to shoot fashion. Like that would be my ideal situation, but um, I'm open to a lot of different options, and as if they're in that field, then I would be uh, pretty happy and comfortable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to go to aesthetics school, kind of learn the basics of skincare, makeup, cosmetics, that kind of stuff. I love makeup. Um, I kind of want to dabble a little bit. I want to learn how to do more... Um, special effects makeup um more so self-taught I guess like I, I just want to practice on myself and do cool looks um which speaking of which um our instagrams and stuff are linked down below if you want to check out any of like his photography stuff like that um but I want to go to uh school for aesthetics kind of like further my learning maybe do some medical stuff maybe some like medical um like spa treatments i'm sorry i'm losing the my train of thought um facials like medical facials um maybe microblading stuff like that i don't really know i'm just like anything creative uh fashion or anything like that i just love i just have a lot of big bigger dreams aspirations for sure yeah so yeah there's stuff we both really want to do and like and feel like we can we can do it, because why can't you? Yeah, why can't you? Um, you know, the one in a million means that, like, somebody's able to do it, which is, like, maybe that's a cliche, but, um, but that's, like, the mindset we try to adopt, because if you're not trying to, like, do something that you really care about, life is just kind of, like, taxing, so, yeah, we're not willing to kind of settle, so, mm -mm. um, 
so it's been really nice getting to be with each other and help each other grow um in what we're trying to do and um and further like again our our aspirations and and keep them in sight i guess right um so it's been uh it's been really nice in that way as it's um as motivation is sometimes something that lacks um on my you say um so much (laughs) you're gonna like hate listening back to this by how many times you say um uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> You're gonna have to learn. Um, no, it's okay. I say um a lot too. It's, it's the first those, episode, so it's one of those habits you have to break. Right. You know? Right. Excuse me. Um. So my kind of idea of a good topic to get into because we don't want to bore you guys with the kind of information is we love movies, specifically horror. We love horror movies. We're we're so in it we actually started this thing kind of in the spirit of october if you will that we were gonna just go to the horror genre on netflix and then just watch all the movies in order unless we've already seen it um see i said i'm too see you're not alone Hmm. but we just watched doom because <laughs> we had to. It was like the rule. We had to watch whatever was on there. And if you don't know what Doom is, it's basically from 2005 sci-fi movie with The Rock, who plays the same character in almost every film he's in. Except for like this one was early enough to where he's like actually a pretty bad guy, like pretty like not good dude in this That's movie. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it was trash. It was super trash. Um, it's based on the video game. Um, Which I actually really like the video game. Um, that's one of my favorite games, to be honest. And this came out, like, around the time when, uh, Doom 3 was coming out. Um, or, like, a year after, even. And Doom 3 was really cool and intense and, like, a horror game. Whereas this movie obviously ended up in the horror genre, but I would not really consider horror at all. It was just kind of like a stupid it is like boring action <laughs> like ripoff. And it wasn't even similar to the game. Um which obviously you can't expect that from a movie sometimes, but there's definitely ones that have done it pretty decently. Woo one second, I'll let her take over for a sec. Sorry, I spilled the uh, the drink, if you will. Um, but yeah, it's a, just a sci-fi. I'm not even that big on sci-fi. I okay, that's gonna sound stupid. I like some sci-fi, but I'm very picky about sci-fi because sci-fi is one of those things that easily can bore me or has been done before in some aspects. And like whatever you say, what you will. Um. These are all opinions, so I don't really... That's my opinion. Um, So, I don't know. I just wasn't into it. It was, like, zombie alien sort of things, but it wasn't good. And the thing that me and Zach agreed on was that it was so boring. You had no care for the characters whatsoever. You had no um, attachment to them. The plot was kind of just, like so quick and fast moving that like everything kind of just happened you're kind of lost at some points uh so we we kind of cheated we stopped about 20 minutes till it was over whatever 
because we were like, when the hell is this movie going to fucking end? Right. So it was just, like, never ending. So we have a point system on how we rate movies, which we're going to share with you guys because we'll use it in the future. So it's a three-point system, one, two, and three. One being it was bad. It was not good at all. You didn't like it, and you wouldn't buy it, obviously. And you wouldn't watch it again. Two is, yeah, it was good. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't watch it again, though. It wasn't bad. And three is, like, really good. Would buy it. Would own it. Would probably watch it again. And then kind of giving a description. That one didn't even land on a one. No. Like, just a couple of things to point out. Like, it's just... It's a movie that lacks any purpose of any sort. Because the thing is, is that Doom was never really a game that's going to be really story-driven or enticing in that way. It was always just about shooting demons. And Doom 3 like had its horror element, but it's still, at the end of the day, it's about shooting demons and like living in that realm um, of sci-fi. But there was never, like, any huge story to it. There was never strong narrative. So the idea of making a movie basically meant that you had to turn a shooting game into a movie, and so that's what it was. It's just a bunch of meaningless talk for all the parts that aren't shooting. And basically, it's an hour 44, so an unnecessarily long movie just to show some shooting. Um, I watched this movie, like, way back when it came out. Um, maybe 2006, maybe. Um, but watching it again, I'm just like, this is pointless and such a waste of time. So I'm glad we shut it off because it was just boring as hell. Which our rules are kind of like, we have to watch it. But we both looked at each other and we're like, we cannot finish a movie. And we're going to... We decided that we were going to look at Rotten Tomatoes at the end of the movies. And that one had what? Like, was it 16 No, it was, a, it was a 19%. Here, I'll pull it up so that we can basically tell you guys the right information. But, oh. yeah, we Rotten Tomatoes did after we kind of said that this was not worth anybody's time. And I think it was a 19%. I think you're right. Um, for the people. 19 tomato meter. Oh, audience the, score was 34. Yeah, the audience was 34%, so quite a bit higher than the 19%. Um, but it's probably just, like, young kids that saw it when it came out and thought that the shooting was cool. Um, but, yeah, none of the critics were having any of it. So that should tell you what you need to know. The dialogue's boring. The acting don't is trash. Don't watch it. Don't watch it at all. Even if you're a sci-fi fan, don't watch it. Now, some of the effects are actually halfway decent. I won't let that go. Um, some of the CGI, like, all the CGI is trash, but, like, when they actually had one of the demons on the operating table, like, that was a cool little, like, mock-up, so. However, I was surprised at how dark it got at the end when Rock, when the... Yeah, this is dude. spoiler alert, all right? So if Whatever. you're planning on watching... 2005 <laughs> All right, movie. if you're trying to watch it, no. But when he shot that kid in the face because the kid didn't want to kill all those people, it's like, damn. Yeah, dude, Rock Rock was a bad dude Rock in this movie. Rock was such an ass. And, uh, he was nice. And this was definitely before he got the mainstream PG-13 popularity that he has right now. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But I remember at the end of this movie, actually, what happens at the end 
is the rock actually turns into one of the demons um wow. and missed the big gets stuff. like the superpowers <laughs> and then it turns to like a first person view where you're looking down his gun and like he's shooting guys and it's like the weirdest fucking scene um wow. and i remember that was the one that, that dude it was kidding. not worth it um but yeah i remember that part and that was like the big wild thing but uh yeah the movie's garbage not worth your time. Do not watch. You know, a movie is not garbage that just came out on DVD. Hereditary. Yeah, Hereditary is tight. That is, um, it easily made my top favorite horror movie list, like, easily. Like, as soon as I stood up to leave the theater. Yeah. And when I, see, when I saw it, what, how much did you buy it for, like, $14? I was like... Yeah, it was uh, it was for was it a uh, Target that we found? Was that Target? Yeah. Yeah, they were selling it at Target for fourteen dollars, which like, we usually buy all of our DVDs used. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it's not common for us to buy a movie new because they're usually like twenty five dollars for whatever reason, and we still buy DVD, mind you. Um, but yeah, to find that for fourteen bucks, we're like, yeah, absolutely picking this up because so it good. was really, really good. If you have not seen it yet, you you need to to watch it if you're a horror fan. It's, I mean, in terms of like my personal preference, I mean, there's so much horror out there, but like I love a good religious horror. I like a good like, like you have to watch the whole movie through and through to get it. Like not just like a quick jump scare. I like like um, what do you call it? atmospheric horror yeah like an atmospheric horror and it's from uh what a24 produced it yeah a24 is the producer and like when it comes to like horror stuff you can trust them on that when it comes to like all the other genres that they um put out usually i'm more hit or miss with those because they did like this movie american honey and that movie's garbage um and some other like coming of age movies <laughs> so i don't really vibe with some of those but they do really good sci-fi and really good horror and stuff so um as an independent studio i i really am a big fan of them they're so good but, they even made the witch yeah which is another one of my my tops yeah they're they're really good at picking movies that have this really atmospheric element to it uh, where it's more focused on creating a really uncomfortable and, uh, like, disturbing environment while still remaining pretty subtle throughout. It's just the way that they film it, the color palettes that they use, uh, the acting is all really good in the, both of those movies. And they just go, they get really dark, but it takes a minute for it to all add up. And that's what I appreciate from their choices of uh, movies that they decide to help produce. Because I've, I haven't really seen one that I didn't like. I would have to look through the list and see what, uh, what ones I would consider not some of my favorites. But for the most part, I definitely am a big fan of what A24 puts out. Should we just do horror or all of it? Yeah, let's just see what they've done. Because I know they've done a lot of Spring Breakers? Yeah, they did Spring Breakers, Um, which is stellar. You know, I kind of like that one, yeah. I mean, it's like kind of bad, kind of good. Lock, oh, Under the Skin I have. That movie's really good. 
Locke is also really good. Ex Machino is cool. Um, let's see what else. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get a different league. That one kind of sucks. Yeah, that was kind of weak. It's a confusing site. Oh, okay. Here, here we, we go. go. Okay, let's see. They did Tusk. They did Amy. Ooh, Amy is like a fucking jam of a documentary. I love Amy Winehouse. I know they did way more than that. They have 26 movies you can watch on Netflix. Ooh, interesting. From Hollywood's hottest indie studio, A24. Spraying Breakers, we just said that. The Spectacular Now. Don't know it. Enemy. Don't know it. Obvious Child. Don't know it. Under, Under the Skin. Man. Lock. Lock. Ex Machina. Machina. Oh, excuse me. Ex <laughs> Machina. Room. Captive. Leggies. Yeah, they I have mean, a bunch of stuff that's just kind of in this coming of age or drama genre that not like a huge, huge fan of it. Um, personally, like I get that some of these are really good movies, but for the most part, I'm kind of uninterested in in like straight up drama movies, with the exception of a few. But, um. I know they've done a lot. I want to see what their horror thing is. Yeah, let me look that up. Let's see. All right. Hereditary and the Witch. It comes at night. I saw it comes at night and actually was kind of disappointed by it. The Green Room is actually tight. Yeah? Um, Yeah, we should watch that sometime. It's basically about this, like, young punk band that gets trapped in the green room um of like a nazi bar like a neo-nazi bar and they have to escape um because they saw like one of the dudes kill a dude or something i don't remember let's see what hereditary got on uh rotten tomatoes here 89 yeah that's yeah i would say that's probably pretty good i uh yeah i would agree with that rating oh hell yeah So. But but yeah, I mean that movie was one that just kind of made you feel uncomfortable the entire time. Hereditary. Yeah, yeah. It uh. It gave me anxiety. I told yeah. you that I was like, I was just just so full of anxiety, I was shaking like a little bit. I was like, holy moly! I'm not even trying to over exaggerate. It's just like, I mean, seeing it the second, third time, you kind of like are used to it, kind of pick up things. But like, it just like. We were shocked, what, like, 20 minutes into the movie. We were like, um... Yeah, yeah. What the hell? But, like, you still don't know what's going on, so you still have to pay close attention because everything is so detail-oriented. Um, and if you watch it and then, like, look up, like, the kind of what it's about and stuff like that, then you understand. But it's so good. Yeah, it's and it's, like, it's just really intense and tense in general the entire time. Um, they don't... They don't have any moments where you just get to settle down 
and be okay for a moment. There's nothing, like, happy in that movie for the most part. Yeah. Um, all the relationships are really strained and stuff. So it's it's just an uncomfortable watch, which makes everything just even worse. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that one. Now, the honest truth of it is, is that when we saw it in theaters, I... We went to one of the later showings. It was like 10. And it had to be like around 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, and I just don't do well with those late movies. I fall asleep in every one of them I've ever gone to. So um, this was no different. But I literally fell asleep like at the last 15 minutes and missed so much and was really bummed about it. So when I finally got to see it, I was like, okay, sweet. Got to see what the what the craziness is because she was explaining it to me and I was like this sounds fucking wild and it was so um so yeah if you like those movies that like take a little bit to get going but then just end like in a crazy fashion this is one of those movies that you're gonna want to watch um just like The Witch or any movie that is that slow burning style like any Thai West films or anything yeah cult oriented stuff like that you know what a super underrated horror movie was in my opinion and I know everyone has such strong opinions about um you know things in general uh I really and we own this movie I bought it I really enjoy Happy Death Day like a lot I thought it was funny I thought it like kept my attention the whole time it was a really interesting concept um last year at horror nights which we didn't go to we're going to our first halloween horror nights at universal california um in four weeks mm. i'm so excited but last year at uh, horror nights they they did a happy death day uh, maze not just that one it was like sinister purge and happy death day that I think that one is pretty underrated. Um, not in terms of like, oh, it's such a good horror movie. It's just, it's just a good movie. Yeah. Good little mix of like some comedy, but like some, some horror. And I didn't know what to expect going into it, but like you know, some of those movies, I was like pleasantly surprised with just like a uh, blockers. I thought the movie was gonna suck because I just I'm not a big fan of John Cena, acting. Um. And I just thought the idea, the concept of blockers, it was just stupid. But I went and saw it by myself, I remember. And I was like, holy shit, that was so funny, it was so good. But yeah, happy death day. And if you need like a good little lighthearted horror. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. I think lighthearted horror is <laughs> yeah. a good way to describe it. It's nothing it. too intense. It's um it made me laugh. It's kinda of, it was pretty funny. No, and it's, it's good. very twisty. You you honestly you don't expect a lot from from happy death day but it's also just got that good attitude about it like it does it it doesn't take itself super seriously and it treats the characters with some level of respect which i like it doesn't make everybody a fucking idiot the whole time like a lot of movies have the ability to so it it does it just comes across really nice it's a very it's a it's a cute horror movie if you will (laughs) It's it's good. I like it. One of the the horror movies I I dragged Zach into. Well, we watched the first one together. Um, I had seen it a million times. It's one of my favorite horror movies. Um, the Strangers, mm. and they came out with Strangers Pray at Night just at the beginning of this year. So fucking good. Um, yeah. Definitely, first one's better. 
second one, I've heard both opinions. Some people saying it's not that great. I thought it was amazing. Um, and yeah, so I got I got him into watching The Strangers. It's one of my top horror films as well. Well, I was hesitant just because like my brother told me that it was really bad when he first saw it. And granted, we were younger when when we first saw it and when it came out. And when he told me it's not really worth it, we were always pretty much on the same page when it came to movie opinions. And so I just listened to him and didn't bother checking it out for myself. Um, I mean, much has changed since then. I don't listen to anybody's opinion on any movie or source of media of any sort because I just don't care. I like what I like. Um, But getting to see the strangers pray at night i was like okay i get this and then i actually saw the strangers you saw the strangers before strangers pray at night i made you watch it oh yeah because you had it on dvd i had it on i own yeah i have it on dvd okay yeah so then we did watch the strangers first and then we watched uh pray at night and yeah i think the first one is more my cup of tea for the most part but the second one like kind of dived into this dove and dived in whatever the correct wording would be um when this more 80s style of like like neo 80s horror that has been popular for a few years now but I still like it so I, good. I liked what they did with that movie and the soundtrack's really cool and I love um they pair it really well sorry no you're okay I love when horror movies do that thing where, like, that, like, murderer or that, like, whatever person kind of is creepily in the background somewhere, but they don't make it, like, too obvious. That's, like, Strangers, and I love that shit. Like the scene in Pray at Night where the dad's kind of stuck in the car, Mm. and you see the stranger, you see him kind of in the distance, and then you see him kind of leave, and then you see him, like, walking up towards the other side of the car and gets in the car, I was like, that's so fucking scary. That's so, yeah. that's so sick. They they do those elements really well in those movies. I think the thing that I like about those movies is because they're very obviously directed by somebody that loves horror. In fact, uh, who is it that directed those movies? I forgot to check that but you can tell that they like horror a lot and they put a lot of effort into the movies um despite what some people may think about either of them um i think they're very much worth it and have a lot of good character to them oh yeah he did pray at night too brian bertina okay what else has he done Just looking up him, see what we got. Sorry, I did. The Monster, Strangers, Strangers Print Night, The Black Kid's Daughter, Stephanie, Black Eyed Dog, Mockingbird, which I'm sure would all be pretty decent. Who knows? Yeah, I haven't seen any oh, of those. Oh, that's wild, though. The Strangers literally came out in 2008, and Print Night came out in 2018. We need oh, to buy that. That's sick. Anyway, sorry but for that dang, little tangent yeah. there. Strangers <laughs> Pray at Night actually got a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's disappointing. I want to read some of these reviews because I... I thought it was good. I thought it was so good. A horribly familiar franchise. 
and unexpected and not only a sequel that both is better than it fixes. I love It would have helped immensely to have actors who can make us care about the awful things happening. See, but that's not like a negative on the movie. Like the movie was supposed to be like this angsty like teenage girl that didn't give a shit what her parents had to say and then like the son how was he not likable? I know I feel like he was just like a normal kid. I yeah, I don't have any hate towards it. I thought it was well done. I mean they didn't have to make this really crazy in depth story about the family, but I mean they had enough going for it that you did know what was going on and um Yeah, I don't I know. I cared enough. I thought it was good. The negative reviews aren't that bad on it, like, oh this is such trash. I mean and the original one got forty seven percent. But I'm telling you, you need to like I mean with any <laughs> That's movie That's why I don't listen with, to reviews. Yeah, you can't. With any movie just decide for yourself. I'm telling you, it's so good. You can't even let me decide for you. You just have to go. Um Go check it that out. username was horny soul. That's awesome. Great username. <laughs> Shouts to horny soul. Liv Taylor is awesome. I love Liv Taylor. As a as an actress, she was in Empire Records too. And see that. Yeah, you did. We watched Empire yeah, Records we did. together. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remind you. I remember. I remember now. Warriors mob reviews. So I mean that's what I like. What's some of your what's one of your favorite horror movies? Um, Hellraiser. No, oh, yeah, loves Hellraiser. I've only seen the first one and like part of the second one. Yeah, I I've only seen one through three. Um, but I do want to watch all the other ones even though I know they're supposed to be bad. I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, I love the first one and really 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 like the second one um and i even like the third one as cheesy as it is so i uh i love hellraiser so that's my favorite horror series um but i also like the evil dead remake that's like another go-to for me that's another one of my tops i i i like the original evil dead don't get me wrong but the remake is so good i i love evil dead evil dead is a classic um, yeah, it's... Oh, some ASMR. Oh, a little ASMR. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but another one of my faves would have to be Intruder. Um, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I need to show you it because it's fucking brilliant. Um, it's a slasher movie set in a grocery store. I already want to see it. Yeah, it's fucking sick. And I think it was produced... Produced by, oh, what's his name? Um, he worked with Tarantino on uh, Pulp Fiction and stuff. Uh, one second. Going to the to the movie shelf here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that's what I was thinking of. It was produced by Lawrence Bender. Um, he did Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Um, he produced those, um, which are another two favorites. But this movie is so good because, like, there's some creative and fun kills in there. And the acting is so fucking bad, but it's really, like, funny bad. And there's also some super sick uh, uh, filmography, if you will where there's like this one part 
where the girl is talking about her ex-boyfriend and said, that was before he went to jail. And then, like, the camera pans over one of those, like, grates, and it puts her face in, like, in, like, jail, and I'm like, God, that's so good and so cheesy. So it was something I quite enjoyed. Um, and it's, I think, from the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Full Moon Features, which they put out some great schlocky films. So definitely one of my favorites. Directed by Scott Spiegel, which I feel like he's done something else that's pretty tight. I just can't remember what. Can you see what Scott Spiegel's done? How do you spell it? It's, uh, it's Scott, S-C-O-T-T-S-P. Um, I-E-G. All right, uh, we're back. There's going to be a weird little moment of audio weirdness because somebody tried calling me during this. We just realized, here you can put it down, that Scott Spiegel is the shit, actually. He did Hostel 3. He did The Evil Dead, uh, Evil Dead, the classic original Evil Dead. He did the original Spider-Man, Spider-Man 1 and 2 with Tobey Maguire. And he by did... that, we mean screenwriter, by the way. He wasn't the director. Oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. But that's, no, I mean, that's the thing, though, is that some of these he's a screenwriter for, and then some of these he did direct because he, well, he directed this movie. But I think most of these ones that Sam Raimi did um, are uh, are screenwriter credits. He did Tag Me to Hell. Yeah, so Sam Raimi movies like Evil Dead, and Sam Raimi also did the Spider-Man movies, so he's probably, like, his go-to screenwriter um damn let's uh let's see what his wiki says what i just want to see what his wikipedia says about him where do i go um it's right here Uh. yeah he co-wrote the screenplay for evil dead 2 with longtime friend sam raimi um so yeah then he's like the go-to screenwriter for those movies which good little duo because I quite enjoy both of their work so um so yeah Intruders Tight definitely recommend if you like a little bit of a cheesy slasher um you can't really get much better than that you look so familiar I have no idea who that is (laughs) anyway I'm sorry no you're good you're good Um, yeah, so basically, the other... I'm a huge Silent Hill fan. (laughs) That is true. I love Silent Hill. I think it's so good. I love, like, I just like and appreciate a movie that has uniqueness to it. And I think that all, like, the monsters, if you will, are just so creative. I think the concept's creative. I just, uh, I don't know about the second one, but I, I like the, the sure I oh, excuse me, sorry. Uh, but I loved me the first Silent Hill. Yeah, I really like the creatures in that. The big thing for me is, like, visual effects, you know? Right. So I'm not a big fan of, like, really heavily CGI'd stuff, so when I see some, like, cool, like, costume and makeup work, it's really cool. 
uh, to appreciate that. That's like one of my more favorite things about horror, so that's why I like them so much. So that's a big deal for me to be able to enjoy that movie as much as I did. Mm. Um, just because, like we were talking about with the Doom one, there's a lot of bad video game movies out there. So, so many, so many. Um, I'm also a huge Chucky franchise. Uh, I love Chucky. Um, I love, excuse me, excuse me. Um, I love Child's Play 3 and Bride of Chucky. Those are probably my two favorites. We all know Cult of Chucky was just trash, but that's like one of the classic horrors that like I just, I fucking love. Yeah, I have, I have yet to see it, so I have yet to make my decision on that one um but eventually i'll get there and oh <laughs> jesus <laughs> we have a cat named vera and she's a crazy girl at night sometimes um where she'll just like get those dilated pupils and just bolt around <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's we uh we both equally love the the it remake. Yeah, that movie was really good. I told Zach I was like, we're watching this tonight. He's like, yeah, I haven't seen it, and he was like, yeah, that was that was really good. I quite enjoyed it. Its tone is really well portrayed. It's very dark and well acted and well shot and just an overall really good remake and it's always so hit or miss with those movies because you never know if the person that's like making the updated version is gonna really understand what people liked about the original one and granted this movie is really different so they took a different tone with it but I think they nailed it so um it's definitely a good one to check out if you haven't done so if you're hesitant I would definitely say it's a movie that you can enjoy, even if you did really like the original, too. You, uh, you turned me on to the, the Collector. Yeah, the Collector's tight. It's, uh, it's so goofy. It's one of the mid-2000s, like, so 2005, um, horror films that was kind of in the torture like genre where it's kind of inspired by the saw and hostile popularity and stuff um hostile is also uh i mean like that's a thing like i have my favorites but i just fuck i love horror movies i do there's not i mean obviously it's just bad it's bad but like i mean all of these are saying I'm like oh yeah it's good it's so good yeah i enjoyed that because i just like i just i, I love yeah and it's much more fun to not be so hypercritical too like it's not going to be often that we're going to have a reaction to a movie like we did with doom because normally we're pretty open i would say we're even if a movie's not the best we're usually finding like some joy in it but i told you going into doom that i was like, oh, it's a sci-fi about mars and shit like i'm not really into that uh, concept, not that there isn't good space movies are good alien horror movies, obviously the alien franchise is good, but I'm just saying that's just not my cup of tea it's not something I would be sitting 
down scrolling through Netflix and be like, oh, Doom, that looks, that looks, that looks good. <laughs> I wonder who does actually <laughs> yeah, do that. You know? But so I just, uh, yeah. I, I already kind of, I knew going into it that I, I probably, probably wouldn't like it that much. That's understandable. That's not a worthwhile movie. It's not, man. It's just not good. I mean, I know it's my opinion, but like, What's the point? <laughs> so, we're excited about horror nights, though. Yeah, we? we are. We're going. What, what's the What's the maze that you're most excited about? Um, <laughs> like I mean, like in aspects, you are judged like this, like visually excited to like experience. Um, excited to see what they how they. Produce together like all of the aspects like what are you most excited about I really am excited about <sighs> Stranger Things is pretty high up there um, but trick or treat is going to be tight well okay let me tell you something I don't mean to cut you off but you can pick it by your answer <laughs> I'm excited about Trick or Treat because, oh my god, shocker, it's one of my favorite horror movies. We just keep, we're on the subject of horror movies, so we keep bringing up, like, my, my top tens. But Trick or Treat just is so special to me because I remember being younger, I used to not like horror movies. I used to be afraid, which I mean, most younger people kind of can be, some aren't, you know, but I was. The Grudge was the first horror movie I watched. Um, that was mine too. It's which is terrifying. terrifying. Uh, but I remember being on vacation in Arizona with my cousin. It was my sister, my cousin, Shouts, and me. And we were in the bedroom and we were kind of like fucking on, I don't know, if we were probably on Netflix. And we saw Trick or Treat and I don't know what made us click it, but we watched it. And I just remember like (coughs) sorry to cough a feeling just came over me after I watched it I was like I really like that movie I really liked it um and that's kind of like what started my love for like more or less Halloween and horror almost I would say that's what started it because I just I I fucking love that movie so I mean I'm most excited to see that just because like it's going to be a moment for me of like like this movie is put together it's like you know like it's like someone going into Disneyland that like loves Little Mermaid and then gets to go on a Little Mermaid ride and sees the whole movie laid out in front of them so to me I'm just so stoked to see it in front of my face yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm excited to see how they're going to put it together I kind of know because I follow the Horror Nights official Twitter have their notifications on and he was kind of talking about how they kind of put it in like sections of like the school the school bus massacre it's kind of in sections so I'm, I'm just like I'm really stoked to kind of see that like childhood fantasy if you can say that mine mine come to life so I'm definitely most excited for trick-or-treat followed by stranger things because that's just a really cool concept so anyway sorry no I'm um, off on a tangent no I totally agree about uh, trick-or-treat I'm I'm excited about I'm excited about uh <laughs> about 
Where am I going with this train of thought of mine? I'm excited about the werewolf part of Trick or Treat, because oh. that's, like, my fave. Um, they don't have it. No, I'm just kidding. They don't be, incorporate I'd it. be sad. It's just um, nothing. I don't know. Honestly, I might be most excited for The Purge, because I feel like that's going to be fucking wild. I actually heard that The Purge is one of the best ones. Hell yeah. Isn't that, like, so wild? Because The Purge is super hit or miss with a lot of people are like, okay, The Purge is so overrated, it's not that great, but... I see it as, like, the greatest B-movie quadrilogy at this point of our generation, because I fucking love it. It's like, okay, so one of my favorite 80s movies is Escape from New York and Escape from L.A., and for whatever reason, mostly with the second Purge, the second purge gave me such heavy, like, Escape from L.A. Uh, or Escape from New York type vibes where it just, it had that chase type of feel to it. Like, you would have with, like, the Warriors or just something where it's, like, the hero has to keep going, you know? I don't know. It just, that's the feel it gave me. And so I really like the purge series. I just find them to be goofy over the top, um, pseudo political, political movies that are trying to say a lot more than they really need to, uh, cause I, you can't really take it too seriously, but there are a lot of similarities in what goes on in real life between that and that, and that's not honestly an unreasonable step for us to get to at some point. I don't, you know, I don't think it's unrealistic, but it's definitely goofy and over the top, so you can't take it seriously as any sort of statement, but I love the Purge movies. Yeah, um, I'm so, I'm so fucking excited for Horror Nights, I'm kind of a big, um, wuss when it comes to Haunted Houses, surprisingly, for someone that likes horror as much as I do, but... I'm really excited to kind of see these movies that we like piece together. Uh, and just something about, you know, it's universal. There's, like, so many fucking people, and the lines are always so fucking long. There's going to be so many people in front and behind you that, like, I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be fun, and there's definitely going to be plenty of jump scares and stuff. And... I'm just most excited to, like you were saying, see the the different creatures and characters just like the brought atmosphere. to life. Like the atmosphere too, dude. Like walking in the horror nights, you have like the music, you have yeah. like all these monsters and people in costumes walking around. I just I cannot tell you how much that I just I fucking love Halloween and how much that means to me. I know it sounds so corny, but I mean, we were talking about it the other day. We haven't really done anything fun for Halloween, which is our favorite in holiday. In a long time. In just such a long time. And just, it's so important to do things in life that are monumental and things that you really care about and, like, enjoy and, like, love and are so just excited about. And um, so we're excited to do that. We're actually toying with the idea of going to Warner Bros. Horror Maid Nights uh, because mostly... <laughs> My, this is gonna sound very cliche, I guess, to some people. I don't really give a crap. I my, give a crap. Um, my favorite director is Tim Burton. I 
I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. Nightmare Before Christmas. His probably my favorite movie, Nibbly. In <laughs> just like looking around our house at all the the nightmare, <laughs> the nightmare stuff. But uh, it's my favorite movie, like ever, for so many reasons. But Tim Burton's my favorite, and they have like an exhibit over at the studio tours, but it's also open on horror main nights where they have, like, some of the real props and stuff from, um, it's, like, Edward Scissorhands, Sweeney Todd, uh, Night, or not Nightmare, excuse me, Corpse Bride, and, um, I'm just, like, told Zach, I, was, I would cry, like, I'd just be <laughs> so, so stoked on him, but they actually have, like, live shows, um, special effects makeup, like, showings going on, they have little shops, um, where you can buy super cute, just, like, horror Halloween stuff, which is, like, yeah, Yes, please. But they also have mazes, like Horror Nights, and they're doing an It maze, which we were like, that's fucking terrifying. That's fucking scary, and it looks like the house. Yeah. It looks like the house. I'm super um, fucking sick. So that's, that's that. terrifying. And so they have that one. They have a Joker's uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, that's going to be sick, too. They have a Conjuring series, which has, like, Annabelle and, like, The Nun and stuff, which is wild. And then they have an Exorcist one and a uh jason's revenge one and we were like that sounds like something we would want to do yeah i i'm definitely um excited to do that and enjoy like our halloween out in la where it's gonna be a big deal it's not like we're just staying here and going to like a party or something and mm-hmm. i'm excited to actually do something like special. we would we wouldn't go to a party <laughs> no we wouldn't <laughs> we would just stay home and probably watch a movie and have candy introverts yeah um but so we got we got a lot of we got a lot of cool plans and i'm actually vlogging it all i have a youtube channel which will be linked down below i don't know if when this podcast is going up so you might want to just keep checking back for it um we're gonna vlog the whole thing we are so 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 excited so so yeah yeah, so that's kind of what we got coming up in the future. and I mean, like I said, it's just important to, like, do things that are monumental in your life that, like, you're like, I want to do that so bad. It's, like, just, I mean, obviously it's easier said than done to just say, just do it. Like, but, like, work for it, save up for it, like, do what you got to do just to, like, do it because life's so short. It's, like, I was telling him, this is, like, as silly and simple as it sounds. Like, this is one of my dream vacations was just to go to LA which I've never been to um during the Halloween season and just like do all the fun like I guess touristy if you will Halloween stuff um you know get to ride the nightmare for Christmas ride at Disneyland and it just means so much to my my little heart (laughs) so um it's it's just it's just cool it's just cool to like accomplish things and like feel like you you know, you're doing things with your life that, like, you're, you're I guess, proud of or you're gonna excited remember. for. And, it's, and we're big, big on, like, pictures and video, so it's just yeah. cool. Yeah, it's important to, like, be able to just do something for yourself. It is. You're, like, whatever your situation is, you can make it work, and, and it's going to be fine. <laughs> I mean, like, don't get me wrong, there's definitely financial stress, but, like, at the same time... If I'm going to have a really good trip come out of it for five days, then that's kind of worth it for me. Because I know that I'll be able to, like, make that all work eventually. So, 
Yeah, I, I really do agree. I think it's like really important to be able to just do something that's going to make you feel good. It's, it's like the one thing that you can do for yourself, you know? It really is. So I, uh, I can't wait. It's going to be fun just to travel. It is. Especially, like, no hate or anything, but, like, especially while you're young. Right. I'm not the type of person to save for, like, retirement. Like, that doesn't make much sense to me because I'd rather do the things that I want to do while I'm young and can do what I want to do. Because, um, like, who knows what the future's going to be like. So it's just I, I can't. I can't get on that level of do everything preparing for the future. Obviously, it's important to be ready like and be able to handle life as it comes at you, but I don't feel like it's necessary to be so focused on when you're 60 years old. That's when you're going to retire and live your life. Like, why? Why do you have to wait that long? I just I can't get on that level at all. Yeah, I... I agree. Life is, uh, life's too short. Yeah. So we're going to try to plan a trip, like, at least once a year, kind of. I mean, life works the way it works, especially with them going to school, so we're just saying that for now, but we want to go to, like, every state and do really cool things. I mean, almost every state, just about, and then, of course, like, outside the country, but, you know, we, we want to move to California, um, L.A. area, maybe right si- outside of L.A., would be nice too and and so we just kind of want to want to get a little taste he's been to LA I I haven't um but it's been a dream of mine I've always always been into fashion like my whole life my family was always like you're gonna do something with fashion you're probably gonna like live in California but I I've always been into fashion like cosmetics media like all that kind of shit and I just want to want to live in California like your cliche uh girl I guess <laughs> <laughs> it'd be fun My I dreams. mean like the, there's a reason that place is sought after just because like we don't really get to do much all the time here in Colorado with the jobs that we have I don't vibe stuff. with Colorado it's just like not really our place so like it's gonna be a lot better when we end up in an environment where we um feel more surrounded by things that are directed towards what we like to do. Like, I feel like the photography and fashion scene out there is a lot bigger than it is in Colorado, or, like, I know it is. Um, So it just makes more sense for us to be closer to the things that are what we're actually trying to do with our life instead of be somewhere where it's very nice. Don't get me wrong. There's a reason people move here. But it's just not our place we're kind of over it now yeah i'm over but we got a couple years still and it brings it back full circle to what we're saying is we're just um i love change yeah i love a good change yeah good old classic change i mean we'll probably end up buying an apartment out there but like i would love to buy a house a house would be sick but i think like you kind of have to start a place you know where you can make it work for a little bit before you get the place to settle down I think yeah. it's just a little tough to go straight into it yeah I agree should we should we end the podcast here yeah yeah I think that kind of got you an insight as to 
you know, what we're trying to do with our life and some things that we're into. Um, obviously, this was just kind of free form, and um, we just kind of said what we need to tell you guys, let you guys in on what we're like, and um, I think we'll basically come back each week and try to start off with some sort of topic to get us moving in a direction and um, just kind of see what comes out of it. But there'll obviously be things that happen between each week and we'll talk about what's going on and stuff like that. And I think the direction or I guess the format and style of the podcast will kind of evolve, I think, as we continue forward. Because this one was very much like us talking to you as like an audience, like as if we were giving like a, a panel discussion or something. Um, and the direction that like we kind of have in mind is more of a conversational one where we would be talking to each other. Um, so it's not so much us talking to you guys. Um, we want something more like natural that is basically us talking to each other and letting you guys in on it, you know? So we'll see kind of how this evolves and, uh, and what happens as it goes on. And hopefully you guys keep tuning in for it. And, and if you do, um, hopefully you'll continue to like what we end up putting out. Um, I think it's just nice sometimes to listen to people talk and that's kind of what the idea is behind this. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Give us a like, a subscribe, or whatever works on these things. Um, Don't quite know the systems and everything quite yet, but um, but yeah, if you stay subscribed, I think you're going to get the notifications of when we put stuff up, so you can kind of see if you're going to want to stick with us, um, and, uh, and if you like what we got going on, and if anybody has things to, um, to say, um, feedback wise, things like that, definitely feel free to let us know, um, because at the end of the day, like, I want this to be enjoyable to listen to, um, but I also want it to be, like, true, you know, I want it to be what it is, so, anyway, that's how we'll conclude, um, look forward to getting back to it and, uh, and talking with you again, um, we live together, so it doesn't mean that we're not talking in general. It's just sometimes it's fun to, like I <laughs> No, said, we never talk. We don't. Just until know. the podcast comes on, then we allow ourselves <laughs> to talk. It's a, it's a strange relationship, but we make it work, huh? Yeah, we do. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, we're going to sign off here. Thanks for listening, and hope we'll uh, see you guys again soon. Bye. Bye.